We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. What's up, Packers fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Daily Draft, brought to you by Badger State Brewing in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I am your host, Ross Uglum, the publisher of Packer Report, and today we are tackling. Oregon center Jackson Powers Johnson. Really excited to talk about this guy, and let's dive right in. Uh, my first note, I love him. I love him so much. I love watching him play football. He's an awesome, awesome football player, and I know that it doesn't sound like very technical or very advanced scouting, um, but there's guys that you watch and you're you're super excited, and then there's guys in you, that you watch and you're just like, okay, this is part of what I have to do for the draft guide, or this is part of my research, like Jackson powers, Johnson. Um, I enjoyed every minute that I, that I spent watching him play football, uh, killed guys at the senior bowl, killed them. And, and that's, a um, you know, maybe not something that's quite as valuable as just his tape and what he was able to accomplish at Oregon. Uh, but at the same time, it's important to watch a player go against the best players at the opposing position and dominate, right? So um, it does take some, and, and look, um, there are very good interior defensive linemen in the Pac-12. That's not what I'm saying, but you watch him go against the best of the best. You watch him go against other top 300 guys from this class, uh, and he was dominant. I mean, truly, truly dominant, and that that's an exciting thing because uh, it really kind of confirms some of uh, the things that, that that I thought about him watching him um, play for Oregon, watching him on tape. Uh, to me, one of the things too, uh, OC one center one, like with a bullet. I don't, I don't think it's close. And, and there are guys that I like, um, Brand Pran. I like, uh, Zach Frazier quite a bit. Like, uh, even though he's a little bit smaller, I like Drake Nugent from Michigan. Powers Johnson is on a different level. Frankly, um, like sort of how I felt about Creed Humphrey. And that's not just me 
going back in time and saying, oh, I really like, go look at what I wrote about Creed Humphrey. Go look where I ranked him. Go look at how annoyed I was that the Packers took Josh Myers one pick in front of him. And that's, we're not going to relitigate all that, but um, that's the gap, right? There's a big gap for me between Powers Johnson and the next center. And um, like I said, it's not that close. I I thought he could, I I thought he showed he could play a little bit of a guard. Um, I think they moved him around a little bit at the senior bowl. He's certainly big enough to play guard. Um, looking at his official measurements, six, three and a quarter, three thirty. plenty of guards in the league that are a shade over six, three that are just fine. Okay. And, and, and sometimes being a little on the shorter side gives you a leverage advantage, but I don't, I'm not concerned about length for him at guard with 32 plus inch arms and at six, three and a shade. Um, I think he's the center that you want to play him at center. Um, but let's say green Bay drafts him. They want to keep Myers at center. You can play Jackson Powers Johnson at guard for a year and then let Myers go. Like that, that's definitely a real path that, that you can take. If you're any NFL team, not just the Packers, but that's something that I think you can do um, with Jackson Powers Johnson. Uh, really, really quick off the ball and has excellent movement skills. Reminds me a little bit of, of, of Garrett Bradbury in that way. And I mean that as a positive. I mean, it's college tape. Um, being excited watching him because Bradbury was a former tight end then moved to center for NC State, and everybody watched him zone block and got so excited about his ability to climb up to the next level. And and look, he's still in the league. I mean, he's a bust compared to where he's taken and, and not a super good center. But when I'm talking about a center that can move on college film, like Garrett Bradbury is right up there. And, and there are some other things. Obviously, anchor is a huge problem for a Garrett Bradbury. But when I watch somebody at 6'3 and some, some change, 330, move like a player that used to be a tight end and I think was like 297. Um, that's impressive to me. And that's what I see sometimes when I see Jackson Powers Johnson. Um, his punch is very strong. Uh, there would not be a lot of zeros and ones that, that uh, you know, don't kind of get knocked back a little bit. His hands hit like hammers. Um, very consistent hand placement and just does a really good job with that initial punch. Um, Super, super impressive. You you see, you know, um, and, and and with him, you know, a lot of times centers are three hundred five, six three, you know, whatever. So when they displace three hundred thirty pound nose tackles, it's super impressive. Jackson Powers Johnson is three hundred thirty pounds. So you, you take a guy that size with real center skills, and that's why to me he's such a special prospect because he's a big dude, and he still moves like a center, and he still plays like a center. And has the intelligence of a center. Um, I think he'll just kill people in a, in a zone system, especially at the center position, because of the way that he can move, because of the way that he can climb to the second level. And if you think his punch and his hands are heavy on interior defensive linemen, especially in this league now where linebackers are 220, 225, instead of being 245, and some of them are 245, like I understand that, but – um, this sub league, this pass defense league, these lighter linebackers, even as a rookie, I think if there's guys in the, in the NFL that if Jackson powers, Johnson gets, gets to them at the second level, it's going to be game over and it's going to be a big, big run. And, uh, that we'll get to his Packers fit, but that's a big plus for him is the movement skills at that size. And I'm not talking about combine numbers. So we don't have combine numbers. I'm talking about what I see on film when I watch this kid play. Uh, looks for work in pass pro. A lot of times, the way that teams line up uh, when they're rushing the passer, 
the center's uncovered. It does, I mean, it does happen. Like there are plenty of times where the center has to pass pro right away too. But um, sometimes teams like a wide approach coming at the quarterback, center's uncovered. Jackson Powers Johnson will will go help his buddy, and he'll put your you know what in the turf in the dirt. Um, and, and it's fun to watch. Uh, ben Fennell loves it. I, I love uh, watching watching uh, paying attention to Ben's Twitter feed or his X feed, I guess it is now. And uh, he loves guys that look for work. Jackson Powers Johnson looks for work. And the number one thing that I'll say is he's just hilariously good in pass protection. And that's what makes him an elite prospect. The run game stuff's fun. All that's good, great, whatever. Um, but it's a passing league. You win the Super Bowl by passing. You know, that that's 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 where we're at. Uh, I know the 49ers have Christian McCaffrey, but they still beat the Packers by throwing the ball, okay? And they still invested in George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, okay? Those are th- those are the investments that they made in throwing the ball. And uh, protecting the passers is a huge deal. And this dude is a brick wall. I mean, literally, he's shaped like a brick wall, but he's a brick wall. Uh, I, the word I use is hilarious. He is hilariously good in pass protection. Um, gave up one quarterback knockdown in three seasons, zero sacks. Did not give up a sack in college. He cannot be bull rushed. He's too strong. He's the <laughs> you want to talk about the Garrett Bradbury comp, uh, comp, you know, comp. He's the anti Bradbury. You know, when you see Kenny Clark for four years straight just forklift Bradbury into his own quarterback, there's no forklift lifting Jackson Powers Johnson. He's too big and he's too strong and he's too technically sound. He is an artist. In the pass pro game, his ability to mirror, his ability to pick up stunts, his intelligence, his footwork. And it all goes back to the primary thing, which is his strength in his hands and just his immo- the, the, the aspect of him just being immovable is so impressive. And it shows up on tape time after time. Specifically, like I said, if you're going to use an elite high level pick, if you're going to use a premium pick on a center, he better be a rock star in pass protection. That's exactly what Jackson Powers Johnson is. Um, cons, his pad level is occasionally high. I think it's a bad habit because he's so gosh darn strong. Um, he's too strong to have it matter in college, but I think there are pros that could get under him. He's just such a better athlete and such a better football player than most of the interior defensive linemen in the Pac-12 um, that his technique can get a little high. He can he can get up um, and and you know pad level, pad level, pad level. That's a uh, Mike McCarthyism all day long. Um, occasionally, and I do mean occasionally, he oversets in pass pro. Uh, still hasn't gotten beat doing it, as I just you know gave you the numbers on on the pass protection. Uh, but occasionally, he will overset um, in pass protection. I he's a one year starter, which I don't get. Um, I think he's a younger guy. Uh, I'd have to look here. If we have a confirmed age and we we don't, but uh, just a backup in 2021, and then kind of a rotational guy in 2022, and then the full time starter at center um, in 2023, and then he was the best center in the country. Um, again, I'm not concerned, right? Uh, it's not a huge red flag, but I got to put the yellow flags on a guy that I'm naming number one at his position with a bullet, right? There have to be. Some issues, I don't know, you know, what the like ceiling for where I would have a center would be. Maybe the late 20s. Why isn't Creed in the late 20s? And, and I'm going through some of the things here. We're driven by the search for better. 
But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. He's interior offensive line only. Okay, and that's not necessarily a knock, but it's a fact. Like even Elton Jenkins, who everybody viewed as a center, he was the center that that you know folks were talking about in that Bradbury draft, who Elton Jenkins or um, Garrett Bradbury. And Jenkins obviously has the versatility to play tackle. He has played left tackle for the Packers. He's settled in at left guard. He has a ton of versatility. I see zero versatility in um, Jackson Powers Johnson other than center or guard. Um, and I really want to see him play center. So that's one thing when you're talking about value, the value of Elton Jenkins to not get murdered at left tackle for those eight, nine, 10 games, whatever it was that the Packers needed him, that makes him an extremely valuable football player. And I'm not saying that Jackson Powers Johnson is not an extremely valuable football player. What I am saying is that I really don't think at six, three and some change with 32 in it, a little bit inch arms, no experience and just built like a chest freezer. I mean, built like if you're from Wisconsin, where you keep your your quarter beef, where you keep your your you know out in the garage, right? Like that's what he's shaped like. Just the most ridiculous human being, and I don't think he can play tackle. Um, I don't think he has those feet. I don't think he has just like, some guys are built to play interior offensive line. That's Jackson Powers Johnson. And if you're drafting him to do that, awesome. But if we're going to try and pick apart a very, very, very good prospect, the fact that I don't think he can play any tackle has to be mentioned as a con because um, if he did have that versatility, it would be a pro. And and that's about as simple um, as I can make it. Okay, diving into the Packers fit, I think it'd be really, really good except the fact that he's not a tackle prospect in any way. Um, And that's fine, right? Uh, They spent the round two on Josh Myers, who they never, ever, ever, ever – I don't think planned on playing a tackle, although Myers, I think, was a four or a five-star tackle prospect coming out of high school, so it's not crazy. 
Plus, he's he's tall, especially for a center. Um, but I don't think Green Bay has ever had any. I mean, they haven't even played him at guard, I don't think. So uh, Myers has been a center-only prospect. And then, unfortunately, go back and look at when they got their really good center-only and is like late in the draft, right? And that's why I like Drake Nugent for them potentially. But you start looking at Scott Wells and when they took Scott Wells. You look at Corey Lindsley and when they took Corey Lindsley. Um, has not been a team that takes these center-only prospects. Because you, you even look at Elton Jenkins and you think, well, they're drafting a center. That's interesting. Well, they're drafting a guy to play left guard that had tackle versatility. Again, I don't know that Jackson Powers Johnson has that. Um, I think you could complete, compete at right, at right guard right away um, or provide an immediate upgrade at center. That's the part where also, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of picking apart the Packers fit because are they going to take an interior only prospect this high? And this high, I mean, 41. I don't think he's probably, if they took a center at 25. I'd be shocked. Um, I'd be fine with the pick because I think he's a really, really good player, but I'd be, I'd be pretty surprised. Um, so are they, are they going to do that? Maybe, maybe, especially like I said, if he can back up all three spots inside or maybe compete and start at right guard, and then you just kind of have the writing on the wall and you tell Josh Myers that we're going to try to win a Super Bowl and we're going to try and get you paid. And you can go out there and kick butt and it's probably not going to be here, but then your next contract will be bigger and we're going to slide this kid in. And that's the business, the business of the business. That would be how, um, or if Josh Myers just stinks, then you have his replacement. And, and I think Myers has been on an upper trend. The Packers seem to like Myers a lot more than the public does, or, you know, as Packers fans do. But ultimately, you know, he's the Josh Myers replacement, I think, with a little versatility to fill in if someone gets a hurt at guard or just in a head-to-head competition with Sean Ryan um, at right guard. He's a Pac-12 guy. They like the Pac-12. Rest in peace, the Pac-12. Um, I don't know if Green Bay will be interested. The only other aspect of this that, that makes me think maybe they are is um, they love those risers at the Senior Bowl. Green Bay loves the Senior Bowl and uh, has taken guys. Christian Watson comes to mind. Dontavion Wicks comes to mind. I mean, they like guys that kick butt at the Senior Bowl, and he did. And so that's you know maybe maybe a chance that um, you know they'll they'll take a guy who can't play tackle as high as you would have to take Jackson Powers Johnson. Okay, um, my final grade for Jackson Powers Johnson, I'm giving him a high round two. And I'm not super into – actually, let's go back just very briefly. I want to go back super, super briefly um, because we've talked a number of times about uh, the thresholds here. Um, and then we'll get into the, the final grade because we're still on the Packers fit, and I apologize for jumping around. Um, okay. Green Bay likes you to have a relative athletic score of seven or more on the interior offensive line. Obviously, we know none of that. Because, well, we're not going to know any of this, <laughs> really. Um, and, and so uh, they like you to be a 70th percentile athlete or more. They like that short shuttle time to be 4.75 seconds or less. They like that three-cone time on the interior to be 7.75 seconds or less. So the two things that you're looking for really on the interior offensive line, because that's less of a height-weight requirement. In fact, there isn't one here um, on Jacob Morley's Packer people. You're looking at that short shuttle. You're looking at that three cone. You're looking for overall athleticism in the RAS. And the Packers don't use RAS, so they've said they don't. But I promise you they have a composite score system. I promise you they have that. And you're looking at those short area quickness. That's that's going to be what Green Bay is really looking for. 
So if you're a Jackson Powers Johnson fan, you want the Packers to draft him, you're going to want that short shuttle to come in at less than 4.75 seconds. You're going to want that three-cone time to come in at less than 7.75 seconds. All right, back to the overall grade. He's a high round two. And what I was trying to get to and why it made me think of the combine numbers is there have been prospects that I've talked about who I am looking at what they may or may not do at the combine with a real close eye. Not doing that for Jackson Powers Johnson. I know what I need to know. Now, if he bombs at the combine, that's one thing. I don't think he's going to bomb. I don't know that I'm really going to move Jackson Powers Johnson very far from 40th overall. I, I don't. There's no more or less he can do on tape than to get anything but a high round two grade from me, center one with a bullet, and that's my guy, okay, is Jackson Powers Johnson. Um, now, if he's a 96th percentile athlete, maybe I'll, I'll move him up and just say, hey, maybe he could play some tackle. If he's that athletic, maybe he could play some tackle. We'll see. Um, overall, though, I'll just say he doesn't have the versatility beyond center or guard, or I think he'd be a top 20 prospect. You think about Creed Humphrey and how much I loved Creed Humphrey and where I ranked Creed Humphrey overall, and he went 52nd overall because nobody thought he could do anything but play center. Centers just aren't that valued by the NFL, and I think the Garrett Bradbury thing scared people with the the premium pick that the Vikings burned on him, and he just tanked the interior of their offensive line. Um, I think that might have scared people off. You haven't seen true centers go super high in – in the draft since the Bradbury pick now may have nothing to do with it may just be the crop of guys that have come out since that Bradbury Elton Jenkins class. I don't know, but uh, for me, I, I don't necessarily see Jackson powers becoming a green Bay Packer because he's not a super versatile player. Awesome player. One of my favorite players in this draft love Jackson powers, Johnson. Okay, guys. Uh, thank you so much for watching. What can you do to kind of repay the favor? Um, the Green Bay Draft Guide powered by Packer Report is something that we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into and, and a lot of love into. Um, we've got a 10% off promo code. There should be a link to buy this thing right here in the video uh, description or the podcast description. That promo code is daily, D-A-I-L-Y, is in the daily draft. Uh, you can follow me. I'm at Ross Uglum on Twitter or, or X as it's known now. Check out all of our work. At Packer Report, you can become a VIP. The first month is always a dollar if you just kind of want to see of what we're about. And, and, and guys, please like subscribe, do all those things right here um, to the pack a day podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Have an awesome rest of your day and go pack. Go. Day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 